Hey, I'm Jesse. Today is March 1st. You're used to seeing a number attached to each devotion, but this is to make up for the time that my uh, appendix exploded into like a billion pieces everywhere. It was really bad. Uh, we needed a mop, but I'm okay now. So uh, let's buck up in Bible. March 1st devotion, 1 Corinthians chapter three, we saw something really striking. It, it's like, Paul, you may as well like insert the name of like, listen, Redemption Church, this part's for you. <laughs> it was like he started talking to us <laughs> because he was talking about, you know, setting up for succession and, and about how you build a church and how, how you, you make sure, make sure you, you set it up well. Make sure you lay the foundation for a church well. He doesn't think of himself as anything. He's trying to quell some of the tribalism and the fanboyism that was coming up in the church at Corinth. They're like, yeah, well, Cephas is better than Paul. Just like, shut up. Now that means a thing. Look, I planted the church. Apollos came as the second pastor and watered what I had planted. God's the one who made it grow. So there's no, there's no Paul, there's no Cephas. None of that matters. Here, that's the context. Here's verse five. What then is Apollos? What is Paul? They are servants through whom you believed, and each has the role the Lord has given. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So then neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but God who gives the growth. Now he who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's co-workers. You are God's fields, God's building. According, we covered that in our curriculum. That was session two for our curriculum for uh, First Corinthians. According to God's grace that was given me, I've laid a foundation as a skilled master builder and another builds on it. But each one is to be careful how he builds on it. For no one can lay another foundation other than what has been laid down. That foundation is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become obvious for the day will disclose it because it will be revealed by fire. The fire will test the quality of each one's work. If anyone's work that he has built survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burnt up, he will experience loss, but he himself will be saved, but only as though through fire. Don't you yourselves know you are God's temple and the spirit of God lives in you. If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him for God's temple is holy. And that is what you are. So he gives this instruction He's pivoting now to some of the more, uh, you know, practical teachings that, that follow in chapter three, but he just gave this like shout out to church planters. I wanna, I wanna reinforce just how important this book is to the planting of the redemption church. You can either build your church and it's polity, meaning where we get our policies from. Okay, wait, like what is our, what is our policy? On, on speaking in tongues? Like, what is our policy on spiritual gifts? Uh, what's our policy on uh, male headship, like in the homes and in the church? Like, what, what's our policy? Where does it come from? You can, get it, you, can, you can get one of two sources for your polity. One of them is the word of the Lord. The other one is the word of some dude somewhere. It's either the word of the Lord or the word of the dude or the dudette. Okay, and I want the Redemption Church to be built upon the word of the Lord. 
So in perpetuity, in the future, as a church, wherever we go, and you're gonna be excited about what's next, by the way. Oh man, really exciting day yesterday <laughs> to, to pray about what, what, God's, uh, what God has in store for us. It's incredible. I cannot believe how fast God's been moving in our church. Um, in the future, the, devi the, the, the temptation is always to deviate, always to compromise. But I'm gonna say it here. I, I'm only the lead pastor. I'm only the founding pastor. I'm only the planting pastor. I'm not really anything. Okay, I would play the part of Paul in the role of the Church of Corinth. I'm the guy who planted it. I don't know who Apollos is yet. My only prayer for Apollos is that he's true to the word. He's true to the Bible. And so we'll go on record now and just say, like if whatever my own Apollos teaches is contrary to scripture, okay, yeah, you've got reason to, to not, not freak out, but please do exercise Matthew 18 and go to him one-on-one, -on -one, bring up his error with scriptural consultation. Okay, and I'll speak to him as a time capsule. Okay, my own Apollos, whoever you are, I'm, I'm recording this on February 17th of 2022. <laughs> so who knows how many years in the future I'm speaking to you. Uh, stick with the word, man. If, you're, if you deviate from the Bible, then you deviate from the standard. For that matter, if I deviated from the Bible, then I deviated from the standard. Okay, like don't give in, don't compromise, don't apologize for scripture, don't be embarrassed by it. Let the polity of the redemption church be shaped by what scripture has said. Because it's either the word of the Lord or something less than. It's either the word of the Lord or the word of the dude. The word of the Lord or the word of the dudette. And I, I'm not concerned about the word of the dude. The word of the Lord stands forever and not one stroke of the pen will disappear from it. Every word of it will survive forevermore. It has survived the ages. It is spoken by God, written by his finger, tablets of stone on high, okay? Carried by Moses from Mount Sinai down to the people for crying out loud, that's the word. And that's what I want to build my church on. Not what culture in whatever year you're watching this has decided is now to be the new standard. We're currently very countercultural. And to our very roots, we are countercultural. So who knows what is to come next? Who knows what is to be phased in next? Let the polity of the Redemption Church always come back here. That was, it was very deliberate to start with John, go to Acts, and evangelism, apologetics, doctrine, and now 1 Corinthians, followed by 2 Corinthians, okay? And, and we also have a teaching on Nehemiah, Nehemiah coming up, worst kept secret in the church. We're starting a building campaign and never true to our style. I don't want to deviate from scripture. <laughs> I don't want to suddenly become, now I'm in Tony Robbins. <laughs> like, welcome. I'm no longer the, the lead pastor. Now the motivational speaker is going to fundraise for a capital campaign. Like, no, we're going to go through Nehemiah. It's a story about God's people building. This is, this is why we're in this book. It's so that you would know the source. Anyone who builds must be very wise in how he builds. We are building the polity of the Redemption Church upon scripture. 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, and Titus. That's what God said. And that's gonna be the polity for the Redemption Church. And the day that we forsake it is the day our downgrade begins. So let it never come, amen? Anyone who builds a church has to be wise in how he builds laying a foundation as a skilled master builder. Somebody else is gonna come build on this foundation one day. 
I'm praying for him. I don't know when he comes. But in the meantime, this is our foundation when it comes to our polity, how we make decisions, where our policies come from, come from the word of the Lord.